welcome to Jenkins and Walters chatting about choir, a podcast centered around the people involved with choral activity. Our aim, as always, is to inspire listeners to join a choir by introducing them to the many different people that participate in group singing. Hiya, David. Hi, Ryan. It's great to be back for season two of Jenkins and Waters chatting about choir. So exciting to have guests as well this season. Yeah, can you believe they're letting us have a second season? (laughs) (laughs) I say they, I mean you and I. Yeah, that's right. Brilliant. Yes, we have got our guests today. We've got our very first guest on the podcast. We have the brilliant tenor, Mr. Ernie Wassell. And what a character he is. I think everybody's going to enjoy hearing what Ernie has to say. We love him. Absolutely. And do you know what's really exciting about this season is that we're going to introduce you to so many characters, but so many of the wonderful and interesting people that make up not only our choirs, but other choirs around the world. And Ernie is our first guest this season. Anyway, how are you? What have you been up to this week? Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, it's great to be back rehearsing our choirs, and we, we've got to tell everybody we've launched a new choir, haven't we, this year? We, we have. We have launched Blokes Who Sing, and it's going really, really well, and it's so exciting. Yeah, so we um we mentioned Blokes Who Sing, uh, I think, in Season 1, Episode 4, where we talked about looking after the Winter Voice. I mean, that was over a year ago, and um, we mentioned that we had this idea that we wanted to set up a male voice choir, and it has evolved from an idea into an actual thing now, which is really, really exciting. We've got a good core group of men now. It's up and running. The vibe is really good. We've got gigs lined up. Um, it's just really, really, really exciting and really good fun. And do you know what I think is really good about it too? We've got quite a lot of new young men who are, who are wanting to come along and join in this activity. And that's really great to see. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think when you think of a a male voice choir, you often think of, and there's nothing wrong with this at all, you think of kind of older men. um, Yeah, go on, sorry, what? Like me. (laughs) Like like you, yeah. Well, I wasn't going to say that, but yeah, why not? Like you, (laughs) old and grey. Thank you. (laughs) And slightly balding. balding. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but no, we, we've got some young blood. We've got some fresh blood in the choir. We've got um, quite a few. I'd say it's quite evenly split, split between kind of younger men uh, and and those of uh, those a the... more mature. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you said that because I was worried. <laughs> I was wondering where I was going to go with that. I was like, yeah, mm, how do... <laughs> I thought, thought it helped you out. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how I'm going to put that politely. Yeah, so Blokes Who Sing is up. We're back rehearsing with our community choir, back rehearsing with my children's choir. Lots of singing happening, which is really, really exciting. We've got lots of concerts coming up too. Okay, aside from choral activity, what else have you been up to? Uh, Well, I have a two-year-old grandson now, and uh, he's becoming quite demanding and... uh, you know, like a lot of grandparents around, uh, they're doing a lot of childcare. And uh, so my wife and myself have been looking after little Leo and he's an absolute joy. So uh, that's good as well. Do you get paid for that? Uh, no, but I'm keeping a tab. <laughs> What's the tab currently standing at? Well, I, I reckon they owe me about £400 a month. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it should pay for a very nice holiday next year. Yeah, or oh, where are you planning on going? Well, uh, uh, with the amount of money they owe me, it's going to be quite a long way. <laughs> yes, we're in the Bahamas. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I could do with a holiday, you know. Yeah, I do. I, I think, too. you know, us all being locked up for two years. Obviously, we can go on holiday now. It's just, you know, holidays are so expensive, yeah. you know, but I could really do with one. We need to plan. We keep telling our kids that we're going to go to Disneyland, and um, it's not really for the children. It's just because I want to go to Disneyland. Yeah, well, you are a big child, anyway, aren't you? Well, yeah. We've, um, I, I don't know if you know this, uh, but we've, um, we've got Disney Plus. Have, do you, have, you, have you ever heard of Disney Plus? Uh, I've heard of it, but I haven't got it. Well, it's like Netflix for Disney, right? And it's just brilliant because it gives you all the um it, it it shows you all the documentaries and insight into into what happens at disneyland etc etc as well as all the films and stuff but i'm not really interested in those i'm more interested in documentaries and i just kind of watch these documentaries imagining i'm on holiday in disneyland i mean i haven't been to disneyland since i don't know i was maybe 11 12 um and I had no real desire to go back until I had children of my own, which I thought was really, really odd. But yeah, well, yeah, Disneyland, Bahamas. I think we could all do with a bit of a holiday and hopefully one will come up next year. Hey, do you want to hear what I did this week? What have you done? Well, so over the course of lockdown, like many people, um, we've been clearing out, we've been sorting out the house, we've been sorting out the garden. Now, obviously, when you sort out the gardens, we had new decking made and we kind of shifted things around, etc. You end up with a load of stuff that needs to go to the tip, okay, or the recycling centre. Um, and um, so, um, oh, and we had new furniture as well. Well, this week, I finally got round to taking everything to the tip. Now, this sounds great, but... Not realising that I probably haven't moved as much as I should have in the last two years, thanks to being locked inside my home, I've actually done my back in, <laughs> <laughs> which is a real pain. Um, but it's getting better. But your advice, I texted you, didn't I? I said, "Oh, yeah. what I've get done." My, the old, get the old tiger balm. On. Yeah, get the old tiger balms, and they're rubbing tiger balm into my back. That stuff stinks as well. It, it does. God, oh, it's potent. You, could, you wouldn't want to drop that into your fish pond, would you? You'd kill all no, your fish, for sure. You certainly would, but it, it, it does the job. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling much better today. So I've got rehearsals today after all of this, and um, I feel like I could probably get through the entire day. So anyway, the garden is clear. I did stand on a rusty nail, but fortunately... I was very sensible, and I wore my, I wore my gardening shoes that have got thick soles, and... Um, and unfortunately, uh, the nail only touched the skin because that could have been quite Nasty. dangerous. Yeah, I don't know if you have to have. Do you have to have your tetanus if you do something like that? Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a tetanus. No, what, you must have had a tetanus. I don't know. What is it? What? I always hear people say it. Oh, you're going to need to have a tetanus jab. What well, is it? Yeah. Well, it's uh, to stop you getting tetanus, isn't it? <laughs> Which is a bit of a killer. That. Hmm. Oh, it's quite important, is it? Yeah, quite important. Oh, gosh, what are the symptoms? I don't know. 
Okay. Come on, Dr. David. What's... <laughs> I wasn't booked for being a doctor, you know. Well, I think we've all we've all been pricked enough with our jabs, haven't we, yeah, <laughs> recently? Absolutely, yeah. are, you, are you double jabbed now? I'm double jabbed and waiting for my booster in January. I oh. think my 182 days will be up. Oh, how exciting. Of course, you're of that age now, aren't you, where you get your yeah, booster? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, don't, I suppose I'll get mine. Is it, you have to wait six months, is it, after your second one? Yeah. Six months after you be well, months. I should be getting mine when it's my turn, no doubt. And hopefully, hopefully there's not another lockdown or such like, and these booster jabs and vaccinations, etc., will do the job, because I'm not sure people will want to be locked down for Christmas. Certainly not. Of course, only Christmas is only only a few months or a couple of months away now, isn't it? It is. Okie dokie. Right, well, talking of Christmas... We've got some Christmas concerts lined up. In fact, we've got quite uh, a busy schedule sorting itself out now, which is really, really exciting. And one of those people involved with this busy schedule is uh, our singer, our male singer from our community choir, North Prospect Community Choir, but also our male voice choir blokes who sing. We have the brilliant Ernie Wassell joining us after this short break. See you in a bit. Good morning, Ernie. Good morning, David. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Good morning, Ryan. How are you? I am well, thank you. And you? Top of the world, top of the world. Now, I know Ernie's a little bit nervous about this, but you don't need to be, Ernie. Uh, you just be your natural, wonderful self. Thank uh, you. Actually, could I ask you from refraining <laughs> from being your your natural <laughs> self? <laughs> as, yeah. as, as I know you personally, <laughs> remember that children will be listening to this show. <laughs> this I will is true. keep it clean. Yeah, thanks, thanks Ernie. Uh, um, well, I have to tell everyone, Ernie is just a, a most wonderful, wonderful man. And we've got to know him over the last few years when he came and joined the North Prospect Community Choir. Um, he has the most sweetest tenor voice. And I have to tell everyone, uh, Ernie first performed a solo for us in one of the first concerts he was, uh, he was in. And it was Mac the Knife. And, you know, people still ask me about Ernie and Mac the Knife. <laughs> that was a good song. It was a it good was. song. It was a great performance. It was... Are you? It was a... What a way to introduce yourself to everybody. It brought the house down. Absolutely brilliant. It was excellent. So, Ernie, tell us a little bit about Ernie Wassell. What's your story? Give, the, give our listeners a chance to get to know you a little bit better. Tell us all about you. Well... <sighs> In my younger days, I was a very athletic person. Um, I did things like bodybuilding, judo, uh, karate. Um, I got married in 1970, uh, 1979, not 97. <laughs> I had our first uh, daughter in 1980. Uh, well, you didn't no... hang about, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> In uh, November 1980, um, my life was turned upside down. Uh, I had an accident at work while I was working. Uh, I got crushed by a full truck. Uh, I was 22 at the time. 
Uh, this resulted in me having operations which resulted in having my leg fused. Uh, this went on for many years uh, and I was unable to play with my children and I was unable to take them to cinemas or theatre or anywhere. Um, so in 97 uh, I had to stop work at the age of 39. Uh, this was on the advice of my doctor. Uh, the pain was constant. Uh, having one leg shorter than the other, it made it worse. So after numerous talks with a surgeon and a psychologist, in 2004, uh, after 20 years of going through pain, I had my leg amputated. I've got some relief from the pain but not from being able to do uh, I got relief not from the pain but from being able to do more things sadly in 2010 I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia scoring 20, uh, 17 out of 20 I'm a grandfather I've got eight grandchildren uh, beautiful grandchildren the oldest being 20 and the youngest being one so uh, they they take up a lot of my life. You're an amputee, so you, you're missing your left leg. Am I right in thinking? That is quite correct. Yeah, your left leg. And uh, David and I know Ernie personally, and we are just we're we're in awe of of what Ernie's able to do. Not only in terms of his life, he's a very active person, um, but also in the fact that he can produce i mean if you ever get the chance to listen to ernie sing it's incredible and you know to be able to produce that kind of sound whilst you know often being i think ernie will agree in in quite some pain you know it can be quite difficult you think when you're in a choir as as much as <clears throat> possible ernie wants to ernie never wants to be treated differently so he'll no, want no, to no. he'll want to stand with everybody else he won't want to sit down um, he'll want to stand with everybody else and, and kind of feel proud in the moment like everybody else around him. Um, and I imagine doing that for you know quite a long period of time often um, can be quite painful. So to be able to sing the way you do um, through that pain is quite incredible. Now you talked a bit there about your life and, and what happened and how your life just kind of turned very, very quickly from to, to what was a kind of normal active enjoyable life to then having obviously that that tragic accident at work how long was it and do you feel until you were ready from the accident to go out and start living your life again oh i didn't start living my life until i was in my late 50s oh uh when i had my accident i was 22 i was retired at the age of 39. When did you sort of start having that love of singing and, and what sort of what did you start doing in the in the in the singing sort of way? My love of singing started when I was about 11 years old. Okay. Uh, I joined a church choir. You were a chorister? I was. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. It was. Don't no. laugh. Don't sorry. laugh. <coughs> sorry, I nearly. I just had a drink of tea and I nearly choked. I'm sorry. Don't laugh. <laughs> you know me. Ernie, Ernie Wassell. 
I, I would just like you to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm now I've got tea all over my trousers now. <laughs> no, that's so, true. Right, sorry, what? Ernie. How how rude of us. Re- yeah, rewind a bit, Ernie. Tell everybody about your experience in the church choir, Ernie. Uh, it was it was very good. What made you join a church choir? Why church choir? Um, it was a teacher at uh, my junior school, and because um, we did a a school play, um, everybody knows it. Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. And I sang Edelweiss as well as some others, mm-hmm. other songs from Sound of Music. And she recommended me for the church choir, which wasn't far from our school. Um, and so I had to go and do some singing at first, and uh, they took me on board. Lovely. So, did you grow up in quite a musical household, or? Uh, yes, my mother was a um, concert pianist. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father couldn't sing a note. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, my my oldest brother he's in a band at the moment. Uh, uh, my second oldest brother, he plays the guitar. Uh, my sister, she's a nurse. Or she was she was a nurse. <laughs> uh, maybe she sings to her patients as she's going around. You know, you, you find that, yeah, you, you find that quite a lot, though, don't you? you? You find that those children that grow up in in, in musical households tend to be, um, not necessarily, they don't necessarily become musicians, but they, they enjoy music and, mm. and, they, and, and they like participating in, in musical activities, whether that's watching it or, or doing it themselves. Um, offer the offer the um, experiences that they've had as a, as a child. I often, you know, all of my children um, really enjoy music. Some of them are more musical than others, but obviously they they growing up in a house where their dad's a musician, their mum really enjoys singing, um, and and we listen to a lot of music. And you do find that that kind of filters into your into your children, and that, and that I would assume has happened to you as well so why a choir then what what made you join a choir what made you because you you're part of our North prospect community choir but you're also part of blokes who sing why 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 did you decide to join the North prospect community choir uh, well I was uh, having a tattoo done one day and I was singing while I was having my tattoo done <laughs> and uh, uh, my friend in the tattoo shop he said you got a good voice," he said. "I go to a choir, North Prospect Choir." He said, uh, "Would you like to uh, come join?" So I said, "Well, yeah, I'd love to." And that's how it started. Sorry, so just rewind again because you keep dropping all these really interesting moments. You were having uh, a tattoo. Yeah. And I've had tattoos, um, but you were singing whilst you were having a tattoo. Yes, yes. <laughs> can, you, can you remember what you were actually singing, Ernie? I was singing the 1950s song um, by uh, Bobby Vinton. Oh. And um, it was called Venus in Blue Jeans. Venus in Blue Jeans. Wow. 
I, I, I don't know the song. No, I think I that's, I think that's why it went really quiet because I, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm only 34, you know. <laughs> and, and, well, Dave, and well, David. David should know. Well, <laughs> David might know, but then you know, David's led a, sh- a very sheltered musical life. I'll have you know. You know, if it, it if, if it doesn't involve some sort of Italian, Latin, or musical theatre, it's unlikely he'll know about it. Yeah. <laughs> or, or unless no, it's no. by Sibelius. You know? Sibelius. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get Sibelius. Ernie, um, is that the so- drink? <laughs> Bailey's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bailey's a drink was 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 invented off the back of some Bailey's. <laughs> yes. So Ernie, tell us, uh, we love having you in the choir, but what does the choir do for you? Do you think the choir has saved my life? Wow. Literally, literally. Um, a few months before uh, joining the choir. I had literally took an overdose and I died for five minutes. Uh, my mm. wife brought me round uh, and I was in hospital for a week and um, they were going to put me in a induced coma because I wasn't coming round and uh, eventually I did come round uh, and it must have been sheer willpower. Um, and after that I thought what am I doing you know I'm leaving all the people behind that I love uh, like grandchildren and I thought what am I actually doing and then I thought right I'll have another tattoo to numb the pain (laughs) and that's when I met uh, my friend Wolfie and he introduced me to the choir. Oh, wow, that's uh, it's it's amazing, is it? I often, I often find you know those moments in your life they can just happen at the most unexpected moments. Obviously, you know, you know the male suicide is you know is rife at the moment, unfortunately, and it's just yeah, you know. And I know you've got your own personal reasons as to why you felt like that was an option for you, and and fortunately, fortunately. Your wife found you in time, and we should say hello to the lovely Kay. Hi, Kay, and um, uh, and you found another avenue to kind of release some of that energy, I suppose, but also you know to take your mind off it. How when you're when you're singing in the choir, what do you think's the most profound thing that happens to you that takes you away from that mindset of I don't want to live anymore? It, it lifts me. Um, it makes me feel more happier in myself. Mm-hmm. That's pretty powerful, Ernie. Um, I think you were telling me that before you joined the choir, you didn't have many friends. Um, I didn't have many friends at all, no. Um, until I come down here, joined the choir, and met some of the most wonderful blokes I've ever met. And it's the best thing in my life. I survive for that. Absolutely. That's important. Yeah, that's so, uh, you know, I think, you know, uh, we've talked about this before, David, and I, I think our very first podcast episode in season one, we talked about the benefits of singing and, and mental health. And I know, you know, you don't shy away from the fact that you have your own mental health um, struggles. 
um, and you're very open about that because I think one of the one of the strategies for for dealing with or coping with uh, mental health is talking about it and and you yeah. and you do the right thing and you've got you've you've developed a good support network around you where you can talk about it and I think you know I've I've many friends in my life who who are either currently struggling with mental health issues or have been through that in some way shape or form and they all have said do you know what go and find a group of people that you can talk to and who will listen and who will understand you and who will be willing to help you um and what it sounds like to me, Ernie, is it sounds like you found that group of people by joining a choir. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. I know David would agree on this, and I know David's had his own uh, struggles in life, and, and music has helped him. Oh, and if you want to read about that, check out his blog. It's fantastic. I've read it. Yeah, I've it's read fantastic. It. it was fantastic. When you have that sense of connection through a choir, you've got this... Um, You've got this connected aim and goal, and that brings people closer together. You, you very quickly connect, and um, and I, and that's what I love about choirs and communities, and and the way singing can do that. It really does yeah. connect people. Connect you to people, yeah. And that first connection forms a friendship, but it can go one step further and and essentially save save someone's life if if they're in a in a state of mind that you yourself were in, Ernie. Apart from singing in the choir, you do some other. You, you. I know that you have uh, some uh, voice training sessions with Ryan, and you're starting to put together something very exciting. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, which I am very excited about. Um, me and Ryan have decided to do an EP, and uh, hopefully, we can get an EP out. We won't hopefully do it. We'll definitely do it. The world, the world needs needs to hear the voice of Ernie Wassell. So, uh, Ernie, just uh, just remind us, Ernie, how old are you? I'm sixty three. Ernie Wassell is sixty three. This this man can sing like no sixty three year old I have ever come across in my life, and it's an absolute miracle that he's never once been in a recording studio. And um, recorded anything, so we need to get him in. And yes, we're going to record your EP, and we're working on it at the moment, aren't we? And we, we are. And we're going to get you into the studio. Hopefully, uh, we'll start ASAP, really, and then hopefully get it released in the new year. But really, really exciting. That, but give us a little ta- taster of what what sort of songs are going to be on this EP, Ernie. Got some songs in the pipeline. Okay, welcome back. Wow, what an interesting and insightful chat with the brilliant Ernie Wassell. He's just, he's an absolute star. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever had the pleasure of meeting with and also working with. And I know David would agree with me. Now, Ernie. Oh, sorry, David, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say. You're going to say something wonderful about Ernie then and I'll just cut you off. Yeah, You did. Never mind. Carry on. Oh, no, I think he needs to hear it. I need to hear it, David. Yeah, well, no, you know, we, we love you dearly, Ernie, and you are a, a great man. And, you know, the, the one thing about what we've been talking about, you know, uh, during the last half an hour is uh, the support you say that we give you, but y- you give it back as well. And that's really great. You deserve it. Oh, stop it. Stop Ooh. it. We, ju- we just stand there and wave our arms about and tell you that you're singing the wrong notes. <laughs> 
yeah. Give us looks over the glasses. Oh, well, that's a yeah, David man. thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right, anyway, right. One question that we always like to finish off our chats with um, is to do with our Spotify. 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 Uh, our Spotify playlist. Um, David and I, Jenkins and Walters, chatting about choir. We have a Spotify playlist. And that playlist is being curated by um, the guests that we have on the show. Now, David, you've got a song on there already, haven't you? Do you want to tell us quickly what song you've put onto the playlist? Yeah, when we were talking about this, I thought the first song I'm going to put on is There Is Nothing Like a Dame from the musical South Pacific. And i tell you why. Back if you were growing up in the 60s or 70s, the highlight of Christmas... Christmas Day was the Morecambe and Wise show and I always remember back when they did a sketch involving all the newsreaders and the weathermen and male broadcasters and they all put together this great routine to there is nothing like a day and really it got me into musical theatre. Fabulous. I so enjoyed it and Fabulous. that's a, a childhood memory. Right Ernie, so, yes. so for our playlist on Spotify we have asked you prior to this chat um, about choosing. We've asked you to choose a song to add to the playlist and just tell us a little bit about why this song is important to you. So go on then, Ernie. Tell us all about right. it. Right. The song that is in, very important to me, actually, is Mac the Knife. Ah, ah, we spoke about that earlier. Yes, because Mac the Knife is the first solo I ever did in the choir. Brilliant, and oh, and a, it means such a lot to me. Why? I mean, it would be silly to ask you why it means so much to you. Obviously, we've talked about your relationship with the choir and whatnot, but you you could have chosen so many wonderful songs because you sing so many wonderful songs. And I'm really pleased that Mac the Knife's in there because I often, when I hear it, I think of you and I think of that kind of moment that we really got to know and see Ernie in action. Um, yeah, oh, that's that's a brilliant. Yeah, you often addition. you often think uh, how much work you've got to do on me, but it always turns out all right, and you always mm -hmm. deliver the goods. You're a wonderful singer, brilliant. Well, Mac the Knife by Bobby Darren, I assume, uh, yes. will be going into the playlist, and it will yes. be added this week, ready yeah. for everybody to enjoy. And, and obviously, over the over the uh, course of this season and probably next season as well because we've had a lot of people interested in talking to us goodness knows why um, that playlist will just grow and grow and grow and it should become quite, quite I hope a very eclectic mix eclectic of songs hopefully right yeah. brilliant before we go Ernie you got any plans for the rest of the day um I've got to go out and buy some Christmas presents oh gosh oh. <laughs> Who are you buying Christmas presents for? Your eight grandchildren? Uh, no, no. No, you and these, me, Ryan. These are for my friends, actually. Oh, are they actually? <laughs> yes. Oh, this is exciting. <laughs> I'm not telling you what I'm getting yet. Well, we can't wait to find out. A duvet, maybe. A duvet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said duvet. <laughs> oh, dear. Of all the things I could have said. Well, uh, yeah, it's really, really exciting. Um, really lovely to chat with you, Ernie. David and I have just, we just love finding out about your life and, and, and now obviously our listeners have had a chance to, to find out a little bit more about Ernie Wassell and his weird but wonderful world. And, um, uh, hopefully you'll, you'll come and visit us again sometime. Oh, I'd love to. Brilliant. I'd love to. Because I'm, 
I'm sure there's more to the tale. Yeah. Or oh, there's a lot more to the tale. <laughs> well, yeah, we know as you well know. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, that, that, yes, that will might be a, a, a different <laughs> podcast altogether. That one. That's an eighteens. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, Ernie. Well, we're going to leave it there. Okay, we're going to say goodbye. We thank you so much for joining us, and we shall speak to you very soon. Cheerio, Ernie. Well, it's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. What a character he is, and we love him. It was great for him to share a lot about his... Uh, his life uh, and and what he gets out of singing in a choir and that's what it's all about do you know david i i'm really gonna love about this season what's that Uh, just meeting all these really interesting people i think this is a really really good way of introducing the world to choral singers because they are just like you and me and, and 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 the listeners out there and i think everybody has quite an interesting life yeah, yeah. Everybody's got a backstory. Absolutely. Uh, and there we had a brilliant one from Ernie. One day so, we might share our own, David. Oh dear. <laughs> Nobody yeah. wants to hear that, do they? No, 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 no. Okay, no. well, make sure that you, the lovely listeners, rate and review our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to get in touch with us, you can send us a message on Facebook or Twitter. I'm at Ryan Jenkins UK, and he is at Divi Walters. MD, get in touch. Any questions, any feedback, we'd really, really appreciate it. If you want to be on the show, let us know. If you're involved in choral singing in any any way, shape, or form, or just singing in general, get in touch. We'd love to have you on the show. Uh, We've got our Christmas events coming up, which is really, really exciting, and we'll tell you more about that in the over the next few episodes. But for now, David. It's been an absolute joy, an absolute pleasure. I'm really looking forward to season two and meeting all these wonderful singers and and people involved with choirs. Um, But it's time for us to go. So it's goodbye from me. Goodbye, David, and it's goodbye from me. You've been listening to Jenkins and Walters chatting about choir, and we shall see you very, very soon. Cheerio. Bye. Bye.